0: And welcome to the chat, that's right, the Chucklehead Chat, a podcast hosted by me, Chief of the Chuckleheads. New topic each week with a great new guest host. Sit back, enjoy the show, be entertained, be educated, laugh, cry, hate it, love it, or fall asleep to it. It's okay because it serves a purpose. Welcome to the show. Happy Friday, one and all, and welcome to another episode of... Your favorite podcast, or I don't know, maybe your least favorite podcast. We're back, baby. It's been gone for a little while, but that's okay. Uh, Man, it's just been busy. Life always gets busy. I try to record with different people, but hey, people are still finding this podcast somehow and downloading it and getting new listeners all the time, so it's really cool. I really appreciate it. Today's episode is going to be called Gone in 30 Seconds. Have you ever seen the movie with Nicolas Cage and... And it was an all-star cast, Angelina Jolie, and lots of other great actors. And talked about how they were able to steal cars in 60 seconds or less. Well, I'm going to talk about how my wonderful Ford Fusion that Mindy called Betty when we first got it. And then I named it the blue blur because Mindy drove so fast. It just looked like it's a blue streak. How my wonderful 2011 Ford Fusion was, was stolen. And it's sad. And, it's, and the worst part about it was my fault. And Well, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Is it? anyone's fault unless it's the the person that's actually stealing it but so it's been a hectic month or two and there's lots of crazy things that going on and I'm going to podcast and do some episodes about a few of them so Gone in 30 Seconds is going to be the one I'm going to talk about right now so I've been doing some side every some side hustles as you know I am truly I mean I don't know I'm not the king maybe I'm the prince of the side hustle I don't know I've been I've been side hustling since side hustling was actually a thing ever since I've been a a young, a wee young lad. And once I found out how I can make money, I would love to make money and, and do my thing. And so I've always even, you know, it's, it's weird people like, I don't know. They just look at me funny when I tell them I do different things. Cause we make, we're not rich by any means, but we make a good living. I mean, Mindy's a, a registered nurse. I work for a school. We have, you know, done pretty well. Okay. financially. I'm like, say, well, cause we're not like rich or well off, but we're, we're probably fortunate and probably better off than most. And, um, I'm thankful for that, but that's all come with working really hard and living within your means and all that kind of stuff. So, but I've always liked making extra money and having money in my pocket. So I was, I had this plan on doing some stuff in the backyard. Like, as you know, I love to smoke meat, love to be outside. Well, with all this stuff, every, my, patio's getting very cluttered lately and so i've got a griddle out there i've got a 32 a 22 inch kettle grill i've got a big barrel offset smoker and so stuff's just really starting to pile up i got the hoosier hot tub i've now added a ice bath out there and so it's just really getting cluttered and looking like a little sanford and sun going on so i decided you know what i'm gonna take a certain part of my backyard i'm gonna extend my patio a little bit with like some i'm gonna like get some pavers, some sand, make it look nice, move all my barbecue stuff over there, make it more organized. But, I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on like you guys do. So a lot of – I didn't really want to dig into my regular finances for that. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go make some extra money. So I decided to DoorDash. And I've been DoorDashing for, oh, I don't know, off and on for probably a year or maybe a year and a half. But I – um just started doing it and I'm like, you know, this is really easy, quick money. I, you know, there's different things you can sign up for. I did what's called DoorDash direct for to get paid and I have a debit card and at the end of every shift, if I make 125 bucks, 125 bucks goes on that card and I can use it instantly. Some people use it like kind of consider a regular job. So DoorDash pays, I think every Tuesday or Wednesday. And so at the end of the week on you, transfers over, you know, you get paid. I like just doing it cause I don't need it for, it's just extra money. So I'm like, okay, I wanted to use it now or whatever. So I will, I'll get it at the, so I started like making, and really it's easy money. Like I live in St. Louis, I'm sure maybe more markets are easier. I, I kind of decide what areas I want to go to. I decline orders, but you know, I was averaging like, I don't know, 25, 30 bucks an hour doing what? Just driving food around and delivering it to people. And people, a lot of people, are Super generous and a lot of people, you know stiff with tips, which is very annoying So don't do that if you're ordering stuff if people are doing a service for you and I really like it You know, it's just I like could be in my car, you know, it's just time to be alone Sometimes I pray sometimes I listen to music whatever uh, It's just very almost like therapeutic, you know, my kids are older now, so they're not always you know need and dad to be around or sometimes they are doing their own thing and you know sometimes mindy works nights or she works later shifts because she's she's a nurse and i'm sitting there on the couch I'm like you know what am i doing let's go be productive and make a little extra money and you know I've, there's certain times i can and can't do it of course because you know my regular job i'm you know, working a lot and doing all different things during the school year. But you know, whenever like it's during breaks or if there's like times I'm not supervising, you know, I can go out and make an extra 125 bucks in four or five hours. I'm down with that. And so I was doing that. I was on a very, very good streak. I was pocketing money. I went and made the mistake. And this is so stupid. It's just so embarrassing. I'm not even admitting this, but Hey, that's okay. It's just how it goes. And so I, Pulled in to head an order. I'll never forget. The guy's name is Gary. Pulled in the order. Went into the curbside pickup right next to the front door. Like, right when you walk out, like, a nice little area. Like, kind of secluded. It's not, it's, like, off a busy street, but it's not where it's at. Went into Bob Evans. Ran in to grab an order. Walked out, and I looked, and the space my Ford Fusion is in was empty. And I just looked at myself and I went, oh, crap. And I, Let me let me preface this with I did leave the keys in it and it running. And that's embarrassing to say because just like you, I've been the person when that happens with people, I'm like, oh, they deserve that or whatever. But no one really, you know, deserves that. I, of course, know I should never have left my car running. But literally, I just was going. And, I, you know, that. I'll admit it, that was not the first time I – I ran into the into into back and forth out of restaurants and stuff, getting stuff because it's literally, in grab an order, go out, in grab an order, go out, and so I walked the walked the order back in. The lady's like, "Is there something wrong?" I'm like, "Yeah, my car was stolen." She's like, "Oh, are you for real?" I'm like, "Yep, unfortunately." So I had to give them the delivery. I had to call DoorDash. That was a whole other thing. I mean, it was just I was kind of just panicked and upset. I was thinking, and I felt like an idiot. Cause I'm like, "Oh man, now I got to call Mindy. Like, what's going on?" But let me tell you about this wonderful car i had it was it wasn't you know a great car but it was my it was my car we bought this car in two, it was a 2011 Ford Fusion we bought it in 2014 with 21,000 miles on it one of the newer cars that we've ever ever bought and this car we take taking it all over the country i mean florida texas you know kansas all, all over the place and it was really an awesome car this was really one of the cars that we nothing ever happened to it. We only changed oil, changed tires, brakes, just in general wear and tear of a car. This was literally the best car we ever purchased. It has been, it was paid off for like the last four or five years, I think. So we didn't have a car payment on it, which is awesome because car payments stink. And it was just nice to have. It was a great car. It was one of my, you know, Mindy drove it for a while and she wanted to go out and get a a newer car, which was fine. So I took that car and I just, I drove it around, had a sunroof. I just really loved driving that car. Both my kids learned pretty much learned how to drive on that car. So that kind of just made me sad. And I was just so frustrated because that car was awesome. And I missed that car so much. And so, you know, we go through the things and it's like, man, I was just like part of my family. We had, we bought it with 21,000 miles on it. When the day it got stolen, it had 176,000 miles on it. So we had put 150,000 miles on that car. And I was so pumped because I'm like, I'm going to get this baby to 221,000 miles. I've never put 200,000 miles on a car. I was so excited. I was just wanting to run literally that car into the ground. Like I was just so waiting to see. Like I don't want to get a new car. I just want to keep rolling it. I want to see how long it goes. And so I loved that car. And I was so sad. I was mad. I had all these emotions running through me. And so the first thing I did, called DoorDash. I didn't realize that there's like part of, you can go into the app as a driver and click on like a certain thing and do like unassigned delivery. But I was in such like a panic mode and I was so frustrated. And so I called this number and this lady goes, and I'm telling her the situation. And she goes, Well, it sounds like you're having a bad day. I'm like, Lady, I'm having a terrible day. My car just got stolen. And she goes, well, are you gonna be able to complete the delivery? I'm like, no, I can't walk the six miles the delivery is. And I said, you need to send another person out here. So then I did that, so then I called the police. The police showed up. The police officer was super cool. Um, I'm really fortunate, normally when I'm driving a car, like I don't like having things in my pocket when I'm driving, so I always put wallet and my keys, like because I carry a couple sets of keys, and I always put like all that stuff, wallet, phone, keys, in the cup holder, And for some reason, I had everything in my pocket still, so I'm so thankful. I had my wallet in my pocket, had my phone. So Mindy was working a night shift. I had sent her a text message, hey, you need to call me ASAP. And that, like, she knows that's, like, basically the old days when you paid someone and you put 911, like, call immediately. So she she called me, and she goes, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? Everything okay? And I said, man, I'm this is so embarrassing. I said, but the car, the fusion was stolen. She's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. So I told her like I was door dashing. She's like, Oh, and I can say one thing about Mindy. She was like, so, so, so like just understanding and gave me like, just was very sympathetic for me. And like, I was like, are you okay? Like that could have been a carjacking and all I'm thinking is here. I am in a big idiot have to make this call. And, she was like, "Well, cuz er- you know, my niece Erica was staying with us." She's like, "Call Erica or call Kate. someone come get you." I was like, "Okay." And so I had to call, make, I almost I I pulled up Uber cuz I was going to just Uber home cuz I was just so embarrassed about this situation. And I was just like, you know, like this really sucks, but I'm not paying for an Uber to drive me home after my car gets stolen. Like there's some sort of line I just can't cross here. I didn't Uber, I called Erica and I was kind of beating around the bush and she's like what's going on and i just said hey i seen you come get me in my car she's like are you serious i'm like yeah i think she ended up telling me she thought i was like at the bar or something needed a ride home which never i never have to need a ride home from i don't do drink that much go that crazy with it but she comes and gets me she and all i could do is just laugh about this point so i go home tell the kids i'm thinking in my head like you know it really stinks because um I, don't, I you don't realize how much crap you leave in your car until it's stolen. Cause we're like on the fly all the time. We're a hundred miles an hour. Several people use our car, you know, the kids, myself, Mindy uses that car sometimes. The trunk, the thing that made me really sad was, you know, my brother's been, my brother's passed away now and the bag, the, my golf clubs were in that car. And I don't care, I mean, you know, at the end of the day guys, stuff can be replaced. It's sad stuff, sentimental, but my clubs, Really weren't that important to me, but the bag and the putter were my brothers. And that really just like, you know, I just always, like, every time I put, I'm not a good, I'm a terrible golfer, but I love just going out there. It's fun. But when I get on the green and I just had his putter in my hand, like, you know every now' and then when I'm putting, I'm thinking about him because I remember we had so him and I would golf together, and you know we got kicked out of a golf course one time before that putter. He got mad because he missed a putt and he threw the club into the cart and it broke the cart and we got banned for life from a golf from a golf course. And so that was really sad. so that that made me sad. I'm like, man, that was my brother's stuff. like it just you know, it really stinks that that had to happen. And so, and the worst part about it, and you know, I always talk about how, frugal i am and how much i don't like paying for things and so when the kids both kids started driving our insurance was going up as you know it will and it does so i had to told my insurance agent i said hey i was almost positive i told him to drop full coverage off our car or comprehensive and i told mindy that she's like it's fine Glenn, it's just a car you know i'm just she and she was so thankful like and she's right i mean we there's all over the place things are happening all the time to different people and like I could have been carjacked and that person was on the mission you know maybe they would have saw me in there I don't I don't know you know I'm thankful I wasn't carjacked I don't want my car to get stolen and so out of just happenstance I emailed the insurance agent I said hey I said do we have full coverage on the car and he's like oh yeah you still have comprehensive on the car the deductible is 500 bucks make a claim and I'm like oh thank god because Even though, like, the sentimental part you can't replace, there's still, like, the financial aspect, like, hey, I'm going to have to get another car, I'm going to have to do this, I'm going to have to do that. So, like, the insurance company, I highly recommend Safeco as an insurance carrier. Like, we had, you know, I had 30 days of a rental car, I had all this stuff, you know, they paid out pretty, well, pretty quick once we figured stuff out, so... Got to rental car, they were so easy to deal with. Like I highly recommend Safeco. They're I mean, I'm not, of course, they're not a friend of the show, but hey, they're a friend of Glenn's. So they, you know, it's awesome that whenever you're going through this stuff, you know, there's this emotional stuff to it. Like you're still because I felt like very like just you feel like violated and you feel frustrated. And I'm just like, this really stinks. Like that's all you can really say. So Safeco helped me work it through. They were like, look, like we, you have to wait nine, I think it was 14 days before they could declare it a complete loss, but I had stuff in the car. And you know, there's different, when you go through stuff, there's different things you learn and you find out. And I found out the hard way that to go get your stuff, to get your stuff replaced, you have to make a claim through your renters or your homeowners insurance, which I never knew because that's content. So it's called a off premise theft. So if you are, if you rent an apartment, or if you rent a home, get renter's insurance. Renter's insurance is cheap; it's like twelve dollars a month, and it covers so much. And if you if you have full coverage on your car, it won't cover your contents if stuff gets taken out. So, oh, and I can of say one thing I'm really thankful for. Normally, I also leave my podcasting equipment in the car and my in my bag with my laptop and stuff in it. And none of that I didn't have that in the car that night, which I'm so thankful for. So I went through all the stuff, like all the insurance company that. that so, but really, what really stinks about this is the homeowner's insurance deductible was $1,500. The deductible for the car is 500 So I'm like, man, I have to pay $1,500 day to take. I didn't pay. Well, I guess I did because they took 1500 off. But they were, like I said, like it was super awesome because I had cash in my bag, in my golf bag, which was stupid. I had actually like scratch off winning lottery tickets. I didn't like try to. Get that back from the insurance company I thought that would probably be going too far So, but all, but you know They, they're very generous with the stuff You know, that I had And it was really cool So it was a lot of I had some tools in the car Which was just stupid Just leaving all the stuff in the car However, you know, they pay it back And then I'm waiting to hear Back from like when You know, I made a police report With St. Louis County Police Department Where the car was stolen And so, like, it's about Six days later, the car was stolen on a Tuesday. Um, I think it's Easter. I think it was Easter weekend was the following weekend because I was Friday off and Monday off school. So, you know, normally when I'm off on a school day, like I'll just stay up late. You know, Mindy was working. I was just hanging out, watching TV. I stayed up really late and like I'm sleeping and my phone rings and it goes off. And. It, I look at, like, the caller ID, and it says Arnold Police Department. So I immediately knew. So I, I picked up the phone, and I'm like, hey, I, hello. And they're like, is this Glenn Adams? I'm like, yeah. Oh, you know, I, yeah, everyone knows my real name because they're on my I – Mindy mean, gets mad at me when I use my last name, but you guys follow me on all socials and stuff and it has my last name. So anyway, they're like, hey, is this Glenn? I said, yeah. They're like, hey, I'm so-and-so with the Arnold Police Department. So we, found, we located your car. I was like, oh, great. I said, did you – like, I thought it was going to be, like, burnt out or whatever. And – he goes, hey, yeah. He goes, no, I was in this hotel. It's kind of one of them, like, shady hotels that you probably don't want to stay in. And um, unless you're, I don't know, a prostitute or hooked on meth or something. <laughs> no, I pro- I'm i sorry. I apologize to the meth heads and prostitutes that <laughs> listen to this show if I offended you. Uh, if you are those, get your life together. Anyway, so... He's like, yeah, he goes, we found your car. Like, someone was sleeping in it. We woke them up. You know, they're very high. We had t- They went to the hospital. Like, it w- they're very defiant. You need to come down here. You need to come down to Arnold Police Department, like, and they'll tell you. And so that was at, like, well, that was actually a yeah, that was at 5. And so I went back. To, I'm like, they're not going to open until, like, 7 or 8 anyway. So I went, fell back asleep. then at 6.30, the St. Louis County Police Department calls. And there's the dis- dispatcher, detective, or whatever. I really don't know so we um we I, i'm like hey like yeah arnold call me she's like and she got really snippy with it. she's like well i had to call and tell you as well i was like okay whatever so i go down the you know i tell i text Mindy, they like hey they found the car i'm gonna go down there get stuff get stuff taken care of so i you know drive down and go to arnold police department and i was like hey i said you know my name's my name's glenn i said this is my car and she goes she goes, who sent you here? I was like, well, so-and-so called me earlier from your department, said, you know, so-and-so, your car is ready to be re- received or whatever. You can come get it. And then I said, St. Louis County called me. And she goes, well, she goes, do you have the title with you? You have to prove you own the car. And I'm like, oh, I mean, who? no, I didn't even think about bringing the title with me. And so I said, no. I said, but fortunately, I don't know why. I had a picture of the registration on my car, which I have no idea why I had a picture of my phone of the registration. I, I don't believe why I had that. So I um showed him that. She like, okay, you're the owner. So she gives me the slip. And then she's like, hey, she's like, St. Louis County hasn't released it yet. I'm like, well what does that mean? And then she goes, So like here's what happened. We're not we don't know if we're ready to you, they have to like fingerprint it and do all this stuff. And so it's in the impound lot. And I'm like, well who pays for this? And I'm like, well probably you maybe your insurance can purse I'm like, of course. And so I didn't want it to be stayed there very long. So I'm talking to this detective comes out and they're like, well, St. Louis County says you're good to take it. If you waive it, being processed." I said, look, I said, he wasn't caught driving it. He was just caught in the passenger seat. He could have just said, Oh, Hey, I, I was just, my buddy was giving me a ride and he took off whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at the detective and so, you know, I was in there for like an hour and finally I was like, look, I just want to get the car. I want to get it home. I said I want to see what the pro- see if any of my stuff's still in there, and I just said it's like I just I just want to get it. Like I'm just I just want to be done with this. And she's like, no. She's like, you know. I said, she goes, you're thinking the same way I think. So long story short, after like an hour and a half in the Arnold Police Department, they tell me where it's at. They gave me this release, and mind you, whenever the Arnold Police called me, I had said, hey, what kind of conditions conditions it in? And like, let me tell you, like it was. For a, you know, almost 13 year old car with almost 200,000 miles on it, it was in pretty good condition. I mean, there wasn't much body damage. There was like a little, a little tiny piece of rust. Um, no scratches, never been in an accident. We, we took pretty good care of it. I mean, probably the tire, the brakes needed to be changed and, you know, tires could have hit some new tires on it or whatever. So. The, the the police officer was like oh I think it's in in pretty good shape and he's I said was there content he's like well I'll have the list in front of me but you know there was some tools and a winter coat and I thought oh man maybe maybe I maybe I scored maybe the guy just used it to get the, from point A to point B I was pretty like optimistic and naive about it and so I was like this this could be awesome and so because I also had like my Oakley's in there which was awesome like Mindy's best, our best friend, Crystal, used to work at Oakley, so we got a significant discount, so I had my favorite, my Bat Wolf, clear Oakley's in there, my favorite, my earbuds were in there, well, one, because I had one in my ear at the time, when it was stolen, there was like, Mindy had a Michael Kors jacket in there, which that was kind of a a funny story, our daughter left her Michael, Mindy's Michael Kors jacket in there, and so like I said, there's a lot of stuff, I just don't leave stuff in your car. That's the moral of the story, and don't leave it running. However, I thought, man, maybe this might be cool. So I go down to this impound lot. And, oh, and by the way, we only had one key for the car, and the car and the key wasn't with the car whenever the police found the person in it. So there's no key in it, so I wasn't going to be able to drive it. So I go down to the impound lot. They're like, oh, do you have proof of ownership? I'm like, no, I don't. And then, and then one guy saw this pink slip. He goes, Oh no, that's good. That's a release from the Arnold police department. I'm like, okay, great. And I go, he goes, I said, so I'd like to get, it. and he's like, Oh, it's $185. And I just said, I guess the look on my face and he goes, I'm sorry, man. It's just like what it is. And I, he goes, your insurance company should reimburse you. I said, man, I said, it really sinks. I said, only in America can your car get stolen. You have to pay $185 to get it out. And then he said, I get it. So I whip out my wallet, give him my debit card. He goes, oh, no, 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 it's cash only. He was telling me that, like, it's the law on an impound situation. So you can't, like, reverse the credit card charge or say, or dispute it That for an impounded car. You have, like, this is the first car I ever had impounded. So I don't know if this is true or false. So I had to go to the gas station, like, two miles away, get the cash, go back. So I'm just, I'm fuming at this point. And so I go, can I, can I just see it? I started to get AAA to come out here and do it and said, so can i just see it so i like, yeah you know normally insurance won't turn a lot but i get the situation so they let me go out there and oh guys i go out there these people like we didn't have hubcaps on it and it was like black black old rusted red they paint it like the rims it's like rose gold copper kind of i'm like what is going on here they painted the rims my car was this like awesome. I'm going to put pictures on the socials so you guys can see it. My car was this awesome like electric blue color. That's why we called it. The, I called it the blue blur. They painted the spoiler black. It was really weird because they took some of my stuff and put it like like on the um, rear view mirror. they like my whistle, one of Caleb's mask few other things this is so weird on the dash they wrote low life and hashtag 636 which are local phone area codes which i thought this is just stupid so i open up the car and of course the back seat's just filled with all this person's crap my stuff is gone from the back seat i couldn't get the trunk popped because the battery was dead so the trunk wouldn't pop and i was like so i most honestly like i had to call my friend colton and we're on video chat i'm like Mindy's sleeping right now I'm like I just gotta talk to a friend here I gotta talk to someone So I video chatted him through Snapchat And he's like Hey man I didn't know Exhibit stole your car And you took it on Pimp My Rides And that's what it looked like man It looks like a Pimp My Ride whip And so it was just so frustrating And very sad And, like, and they, you could tell they like got an, a, an accident Because some things were broken and shifted I'm like this stinks And I opened it up And speaking of stinking It smelled horrible I don't know what they did in there but I I have a good, good guess because of something later it happened. So we went and I'm like, okay, I got to tow it. And so I already had lunch planned with a friend. So I'm, I'm going, I'm on, I'm on the phone with AAA. I'm trying to go through the situation and they go, Oh no. Like we don't pull cars from cars from impound lots anymore. And I'm just like, wait a minute. What, why am I paying this service? she goes, Oh no, we don't, we don't go on impound lots anymore. That has to be on, they have to move it on the street. So I don't think they're going to move it. And I'm like, what do you... She's like, well, I guess uh, just call a regular tow truck. So I call the insurance lady. I leave her message. Hey, this is what's going on. I don't hear back from her. Finally, I just I just called the place that had the impound lot. And I said, hey, here's the situation. Can you guys just move it to the front of your building? Because they're on like a state highway. So you couldn't put it on the street because someone would wreck into it and get killed or something, which would have been awful. And so I... And so they're like, yeah, we'll move it up front. So they moved it up front for me. I called AAA, say, hey, it's gonna be out of the back of their lot, which was technically truth. I was rolling the dice. Luckily, I had a good old boy. He called me up. He's like, yeah, you don't gotta meet me down there. And I said, hey man, it's in the front. He's like, oh man, it's no big deal. He goes, he goes. It sounds like you're going through a rough time. He goes, let me. Um, he said, let me go ahead and just pull it for me, and I'll drop it off. So he he brings it up. He drops off from the house. I give him a good old Pentecostal handshake with the twenty because I really just felt he went above and beyond. So I wanted to tip him. I know twenty bucks isn't a lot, but I just wanted to show him my appreciation. I was grateful for what he for what he did. You know he was super nice, and so I just couldn't like just you know the kids looked at it and it was just embarrassing. It was just sitting in front. And finally, I just like, man, I can't deal with this. Like, I just couldn't even look at it anymore. I wish I regret. And an the insurance company, while AAA, were like, oh, we'll have it. We'll give us the information of the tow lot, and we will go ahead and we'll go ahead and we'll send our my send our tow truck there and have it taken to our our lot so our guys can look at it. And I'm like, look. It's already here. You took over two and a half hours to respond to me. I said, we'll figure it out. It's just going to stay here. And she's like, oh, okay, whatever. Because she took like two hours to respond. And so that kind of frustrated me. And so, you know, back and forth with the insurance company, and I just thought, man, they're they're just going to, like, it's they're going to really screw me over on this. But they didn't. They, you know, they, I went through all, I sent them all the pictures. I said, look, I said, if this car doesn't get told, you guys have to detail this inside and out. This this." disgusting and so went through um and this guy basically like set up shop like he took some of my stuff and made it his like he took stuff on my golf bag and put in his regular bag we popped the trunk it was like there's a fishing pulley left in the car there was a misspelled grocery list in the car there was a actual like blow dart in the car with like little darts and stuff with it i don't know what this cat was doing if he was living out of it or working out of it or what but he was just making it like it was his own like he was just gonna do his own thing and so i was just super frustrated he and you know when i opened it up like i thought okay maybe my stuff's still in the trunk and i opened it up and of course it's nothing i'm pulling stuff out like my whole family like caleb and Liv and Mindy are out there with me And I'm like throwing stuff on the ground I just get emotional and I'm like I'm, I can't do this anymore. I to throw everything in the trunk And I just like actually like Man I just like I wish my stuff was there And I started crying I was just like I was missing my brother and like I got Emotional and I was just like man that was my brother's Stuff like that was my stuff and this guy took It for what for some drugs For some? I mean the golf clubs themselves Were just cheap hand-me-down golf clubs I mean they weren't worth anything you probably got like 20 bucks That's the worst part for it and so it was super frustrating. Everything that happened, we went through the process. I was very fortunate. The insurance company's like, "Hey, it's a total." I seen it was a total loss through the app, and I get this. I thought it was gonna be like, "There," I'm like, "Man, here the blue books for this they're gonna get me. They're really gonna mess." But they took Safeco really like was very generous. I know used cars are higher now, but I was very surprised with the amount of money we got for it. The buyback was very cheap. I considered buying it back and just like fixing it up and like keep driving it. And Mindy was like, look, like there. And she was right. Like it's just the emotion. Like it was very like emotional and just like going out there and just like looking at it. And just even though we could have fixed it up, we would have put like some rims on it or whatever. But we. And Mindy was like, there is no amount of clean that will ever make me feel comfortable driving it. It was so disgusting on the inside. And normally that stuff doesn't bother me. Like, I'll clean it up, shampoo it. But she had a very good point. So I did buddy of mine from church, his daughter needed a car that she lives out of town. He's like, hey man, I'll like because it was a good running car. And we had he's like, I'll buy it from me. So I just gave it to him for the buyback price. They just make it a salvage title. And that's it. I mean, that's the the garden in 30 seconds. The funny part was is an hour or I'm sorry, not an hour like maybe a week later i'm scrolling through the news feed and i had like there's this article called the Bontaire journal it's like this town south of where this guy was from and it basically was talking about he got arrested for stealing a car and he was when they woke him up and he was on his bender and i don't know if he was od'd because that's what happened he was sleeping in the car and he was I don't know if he was od'd or knocked out but someone called the police to do a wellness check on him i would have never seen the car again if he wouldn't have been on the bender and so the police comes and they like try to get to wake him up he was being defiant they tased him inside my car can you believe it i just can't believe that they tased him so he probably peter crapped himself whenever he got tased like that which is wild so it was probably smart i didn't keep it so moral of the story is friends uh don't leave your car running it was a stupid mistake if you're one of the people that Leave the car running or the keys in your car and you're warming up in the morning. Don't invest in an automatic start if you don't have a garage. Um, Don't leave the car running when you're getting gas. I I just, like, it just learned from my story. It really stinks when something like that happens and you feel like, you have all these emotions. But, you know, it's at the end of the day, like Mindy says, it's just stuff. It's just the way it is. But, like, on in 60 seconds is a lie. That dude took the car. And, of course, you know, when you leave, the car running for a meth head, they're going to take it. But he was gone quick. I didn't even see him pull off of that. I just walked out and saw the empty seat. So everyone hope you've enjoyed gone in 60 seconds and another tale and life story of Glenn, the, the true chucklehead. Maybe I'm the true crime dummy. I, I don't know, but hey, I, as always, I appreciate everyone's listens and downloads and it's amazing. We're getting downloads all over the world, which is just very humbling. And, I think this is a silly podcast. I have fun with it. Some episodes, of course, are better than others. If you have any ideas, let me know. If you want to do an episode with me, let me know. Hit me up, man. I'd love to do an episode with a listener. I thought I had something set up, but he ghosted me. So if you want to, if you have a podcast that you want to do with me, an episode, you know, the so hit me up on the Gmail. It's chuckleheadchatpod at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram now and Twitter. And that's both chuckleheadchat Chucklehead Chat, and, you know, the old personal Twitter account is at G Adams 81. If you know, if you could just do me a favor, if you can send a link to people, have them listen, if there's certain episodes you like or don't like, let them know say, Hey, listen to this one. Listen to story time. That's a great one with my sister and I, Where I randomly call her. And we just talk about some stories of our childhood. If you like some other ones, just send them to some friends. If you can go on any platform and leave me a review, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to make some fun of stuff. You know, there's so many, serious things go on in this world. So many serious topics. And I just like, you know, chucklehead chat. It's just fun to break some things down and get silly and really kind of make fun of myself and talking about, talking about different things with different people. And I'm having a great time with this. I appreciate all the listeners hit that subscribe button, download and send some reviews. And You know, hit me up on any of the social medias or my email. I love to interact with you guys. Hey, have a great weekend, and I will hopefully see you or chat with you next Friday. Thanks, guys.